Welcome to Elevate Your Direct Sales Business with Kelly Northcott. I'm your host, Kelly Northcott, and I'm so glad that you're here. I've been in the direct sales industry for over 20 years. When I was in the field, I was a top performer and leader, and now I have a growing coaching business that helps direct sellers of all titles from all companies build businesses that they love. If you're a direct seller who wants to get more out of her business and have fun doing it, you're in the right place. Tune in each week to learn systems so that you can scale and grow, implement mindset principles and practices to get out of your own way, and get coaching to break through to new levels of your business. Now that you're personally prepared for conference, let's talk about how to prepare your business for it. Before you go, you want to close out as much business as you can so that it isn't a distraction while you're there. Now, I didn't used to follow this advice my first several years, and I would do parties up until the day I left, and then I would have to find time during conference to contact guests to collect their final orders and to talk to hosts about the rewards, and it was super stressful and it divided my attention. When I finally gave myself permission to stop doing this, conference was so much more enjoyable. Another thing I learned the hard way is to give myself time after I got back from conference to regroup and to reset. I used to literally go from the airport to my house just to pick up my party bag and then go do a party. And my family did not appreciate that at all. And when I realized the message I was sending to my family and what I was modeling for my team, I was embarrassed and ashamed. That was not my intention. I was thinking I was doing this for my family. And I was thinking I was modeling this successful business for my team. But that really was not what I was doing. So my business actually got better when I learned how to prioritize my schedule and to prioritize my family. Now, my kids aren't at home anymore, and a lot of times my husband will travel with me, but I still take time to regroup after a work trip. I like to do things like unpack my suitcase and then go to the grocery store, and these transition activities help me feel settled and make it easier for me to hit the ground running when I'm ready to get back to my business. So schedule this time so that you have it. Now, when you do get back to your business, I want you to start by giving yourself some quiet time to look over your notes, process everything, and make implementation plans. I found that when I did this, I was much more productive for weeks, even months after conference, because I didn't feel like I was constantly trying to catch up. Now, you might be able to do this on the plane, but you also might feel like doing nothing on the plane. So just in case, schedule this planning time as your first to do the first day you're back to business. I would also schedule time to debrief with your accountability group, your pacing partners, your peers, whoever it is that you like to bounce ideas off of. So do this after you had a chance to do it for yourself so that you're more thoughtful about your ideas and your questions. You'll have just had a lot of information thrown at you and you're going to miss some of it. So your group can, can help you fill in the gaps and put things into perspective. Now, before you go to conference, schedule your customer events so that they're on the calendar and you can start inviting people before you leave. So this includes parties, includes your sample sale, your new product reveal, and your opportunity events. And it's going to feel really good knowing that you're coming home to a full calendar. Now, your schedule for your customer events will depend on when your catalog changes. If your catalog changes immediately, you might want to have your sample sale before you go if you know what the retiring products will be. If you have a month or so before the new catalog goes live, I would do a sample sale as soon as you get back and then a new product reveal event right before or the day of the new catalog goes live. And this way you'll have two reasons to contact your customers and two reasons to be in front of them. 
Once you have these events scheduled, I would start inviting people and posting about them on social media so that people can get excited and save the dates. If you're building a team, you'll also want to have opportunity events scheduled so that you can invite people to them while you're inviting them to your other events. And if you're a leader, you want to schedule your team events, such as your conference afterglow meeting. Now, a week or so before you go to conference, you want to make three lead lists. And if you're making them in a notebook, make sure you're leaving enough space so you can add to each list. So one list is a potential host, one is a potential team members, and the third is of potential business builders or leaders. So you want to fill in the names of these lists so that they're top of mind throughout the event. When your company announces a host incentive, then you can go to your host list, you can look over the names, and then you can pick out the people who you know are going to love that particular incentive. When your company announces a big ticket item, again, go to your host list and indicate the people who want to book a party so that they can get this big ticket item with their host credit or introduce it to their friends. And then you can send them a message with this irresistible offer when you have downtime at conference or as soon as you get back. And the same goes for any reason to contact a potential team member. So this might be a change in the kit or a kit special, or maybe a special programs announced that you know people are going to love, or maybe it's a special like new training program for new consultants, or maybe for all consultants, but you want to make sure you have your list of potential team members, even if you haven't shared the opportunity with them yet, just have these people top of mind so that as things come to you throughout the conference, you can, you can match up these offers with the right people. And if you have a team, you want to write your team members down who are, who are potential business builders or potential leaders. And then you can go ahead and write down different ideas that you have for them. Or um, maybe there's talk about a new incentive or a special program that you know is going to really help them. Now you might not contact everyone on your list, but if you have the list written out, you're much more likely to contact the right people with the right offer. I want to wrap up this episode by spending a little bit of time talking about the conference afterglow meeting that you're going to do for your team. So this is for your team members who went to conference and for those who didn't. And you can do it in person or virtually or a combination of the two. This meeting is going to be a collaboration with other conference attendees. And the purpose is to highlight the training and share ideas. The purpose is not to recreate conference for the people who didn't attend it, and it's not intended to regurgitate all the announcements that are in your back office. Start expecting your team to read these announcements on their own so that you don't waste team meeting time, you know, just going ahead and restating everything. You should spend your time at the team meeting adding to it, helping people implement it, and sharing ideas about it. So before you go, you'll have a record of everyone who's registered. And then what you want to do is make a list of all the topics that you want to cover at this meeting. So you're probably going to have topics based on um, things like selling, booking, customer care, sponsoring, and you might even have things like um, how to earn a trip, or uh, maybe there's maybe you think there's going to be a new program announced. Um, you could even include new products too if you want to. But you want to make sure that you have have a good list of the things that you want to make sure are covered at these. at at this meeting. And then each attendee should pick a topic that's really important to her so that when she's at conference, she can, she can kind of focus in on that topic and choose her breakouts based on that topic and really just focus in on talking to people so she can gather as much information about that particular topic as possible. And when they pre-pick their topic, it's going to help them 
you know, focus in at conference, but it's also going to prevent having overlap because a lot of times you're all going to hear the same really great tip about like a booking a party, for example. But if that's not that person's topic, obviously she can still learn it and pay attention to it. But you don't want to have have her prepare how to share that at the meeting if that's not what she's sharing. So that when you're at the meeting, you're going to give each person about three to five minutes to go ahead and share on the topic that they learned about. Now, three to five minutes is not a long, lot of time. So it's not going to be a full in-depth um, training on this topic. It's going to be just enough to kind of get people curious or think, oh, I'd like to get some more information about that. And not everything's going to apply to every person. So that's totally fine. But when Susie shares an amazing booking tip and someone wants more information, maybe Susie can either, she can either contact Susie and just have a little chit chat with her, or maybe you can schedule another time for Susie to go into more extended training, especially after she has implemented a tip and then she can speak from experience. So most of your team members who don't go to conference are going to be mainly interested in learning about the new products. And your company's probably going to provide a lot of great training about the facts and the benefits and the features of the products. If there's a backstory on the product, I bet your company is going to talk about that too. Maybe like how it was developed or why they chose to develop this product. So you don't need to use your team meeting time for that. You want to use your team meeting time to talk about how to use the products to grow your business. So you want to talk about how to sell them and how to use them to book parties, not just how to use them. So for example, if you got a new jewelry line, then you can talk about how to bundle things together so that people buy more than just one piece. If you get a new tool, talk about what other uses that tool has besides the obvious. And then what else do people need to make the best use of that tool? And you can also have a discussion if there's something consultants can do in their VIP groups to help create the desire for these products. How are they going to talk about them and show them in their group? Then have a call to action at the end of the Afterglow meeting so that each team member has her next steps. So the call to action does not have to be for everybody. Everybody's going to have a call to action, but each person's call to action can be individual based on where they are in their business and where they want to go. So some people might, their call to action might be to go ahead and, and order the products. Some of them might be to go and book parties. Some might be to invite people to opportunity events or follow up with people they've already talked to about the opportunity. But each person should have their own call to action and should be really clear what their next couple steps are so that after the meeting, they are ready to go and they can move forward. And I would collect these call to actions so that you know how to structure the next couple of weeks of your support. If everyone's talking about recruiting, you can schedule an opportunity event or talk about how to you know, share the opportunity. But this is going to help you help them and support them in their next couple steps going into the busy season of this industry. All right, so let's go ahead and recap what we talked about in this episode. So before you go to conference, you want to set yourself up for success for after conference. So you want to make sure you close out all your pre-conference business so that you don't have to do it while you're at conference. You want to book parties and schedule your post-conference events for your customers and your team so that you can start inviting them even before you go to conference. And you want to make lists of potential hosts, team members, and leaders so that you can match up reasons to contact them when you get back. And then you want to schedule debrief time for yourself and with your group, and then schedule your conference afterglow meeting and get everybody lined up for whatever they're going to do to participate in that.
All right. I cannot wait to hear about how you set yourself up for success for conference. If you have any questions, let me know. Thank you for tuning in and be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss anything. And if you haven't already, leave a five-star review and tell your friends about the podcast. If you have any questions about anything you heard on this episode, or if you have a topic you want me to talk about, send me a DM. I'm at Kelly D. Northcutt on Instagram, and I love to hear from you and celebrate your success.